Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing healing financial wounds. So financial wounds, as I define it, is a wound created as a result of a faulty relationship with money stemming from early childhood messages regarding how to use, how to value, and the meaning of money. So with a financial wound, we live in fear of not having enough, and this wreaks havoc on our ability to grow, uh, to make money, and to really reach our highest potential. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss, first of all, how does a person get a financial wound? How does a person get financially wounded? Uh, Some of the signs that you might be financially wounded, and how to heal, and finally, how to attract abundance into your life. So financial wounds occur when we are raised in an environment uh, that was fear-based. It assumed a lack consciousness. Uh, and where you know there was negative and faulty attitudes regarding money, you know what it means, how to get it, how to how to make it, and how to ultimately spend it. So toxic and shame-based and guilt-based and narcissistic homes are going to be living in this state of fear, in this state of lack. So in an environment like this, children absorb deep and core messages regarding money, which really shape the way they relate to money later on in life. Now the way the parent, let's say, spends, or let's say they hoard it, uh, are they stingy? Or are they giving? Uh, do they work hard to get their money or do they manipulate or are they lazy? Whatever relationship the parent has to money and how they go about getting it, th- this is going to imprint on the child and their psyche uh, who is really learning how to relate to money themselves. They're just kind of absorbing this relationship pattern much like any other relationship pattern. We're looking to our parents and absorbing these messages and relationship pattern. So I do feel strongly that if a child has a childhood wound, that is going to affect the relationship with money and I'll explain. You know, children that are taught that they have no value, that their needs are worthless, and in essence, they are not given the tools to develop a sense of self. Maybe they're forbidden from developing a sense of self and putting themselves first and developing self-love. So as a result of this, the child's gonna have a faulty relationship with their needs. And money, which is really just a means of getting your needs, uh, the child will inevitably, as a result of this, have a faulty relationship with money. So you don't necessarily need to be financially wounded to have a faulty, dysfunctional relationship with money. So more of a personal spin on money and how it works is that I believe we attract money. And I believe that money really is something we shouldn't work for, but rather something we should attract based on following our calling and our purpose. It's something that the universe or source or God provides to support us as we go along our journey uh, to, to, to health, to growth, and to our higher self. Now, the reason I feel like this is such an important distinction is because there are many people who work for money, who find themselves running towards money or chasing it down. And the reason I feel like this is an issue is because money is something we create, you know, something we align with. And when we are chasing money, essentially we are aligning with something outside of ourself. And you see many people in many instances, including myself back in the day, you know, before I really understood what money is and how it works, I would just do things for money. And as a result, I wasn't doing things out of passion. I wasn't doing things out of alignment with my authentic self. So I do feel strongly that money is something we align with as we get authentic, as we get to our core, as we align with our higher self, and ultimately we attract it based on our ability to find our purpose, find our calling, and then go in that direction. It's something that the universe or God or source provides for us to help us get there. 
Now, when we have financial wounds, what we're doing is we're living from a victim consciousness. We have a poverty mindset, all of which uh, is what occurs when we're raised in a low conscious and fear-based home, like I mentioned. You know, we'll have many barriers, defense mechanisms and blockages that get in between ourselves and our success, our abundance and our ability to manifest the things that we need in our life to thrive, most notably money. When we have financial wounds, they become blockages to our ability to attract money. Now, this is because when we have negative associations with money, negative attitudes, money triggers, money wounds, uh, money beliefs, you know, negative false core beliefs, these beliefs, unless challenged, we end up confirming them through our actions. So our core belief system, in essence, creates our reality because our decisions are based on our belief system. So if we have a faulty lack consciousness and lack beliefs, ultimately we'll manifest that into our life. So I want to talk about some of the associations that we make with money and some of the meanings we create regarding it and, and how we create these false beliefs and ultimately these dysfunctional relationships with money. And this is not written in stone. This is not innate. These are things that we cho choose. Now, oftentimes they are created for us because the environment we were in, we absorb those messages from those around us, but ultimately we took those on as our own beliefs. And as a result, we have those same beliefs as we did early on. So I want to talk about some of the different meanings, beliefs that we associate with money and ultimately how that could uh, get in the way of abundance. Firstly, my value is based on how much money I have. Next, I must work tirelessly to the point of self-sacrifice for money. Uh, there's never enough money. Money is evil. Rich people are exploitive and get their money via abusing. Only lucky people have money. You can't make money doing what you love. You can't take a break. You must always be working, otherwise you're wasting time. And money equals power. Without money, I am powerless. So these are the some of the beliefs that I know I experienced, and I've seen pretty consistently where people have these beliefs based on faulty upbringing, and as a result of these beliefs, and these these are core beliefs. You may not think these are true, but at the core of it, our child self is holding on to these beliefs, and as a result, uh, we manifest that into our life. So the way I see it is, money is a frequency. Now, by this, I mean that money vibrates at a certain vibration. The higher the frequency that a person is at, the more easily money comes, and the method in which it comes to them is much smoother and it comes much more readily. This is why if we are vibrating at a low frequency, we have a fear and a lack or poverty mindset or consciousness, you know, we work extremely hard for money and it really doesn't come in abundance. Your state of consciousness, your belief system, your vibrations, your intention, all of these have the ability to either attract abundance or to repel it. So let's discuss some of the signs that you may have a financial wound. First of all, you believe that there isn't enough money or abundance to go around. You think that hard work means abundance. If you think that you need to people please or compromise your sense of self or your values to get money, uh, you think that money is evil or will make you evil or can only come about through evil means, uh, you feel ashamed for having needs, uh, struggle with shame and guilt, you get stressed out or shut down whenever you talk about money or finances, if you feel unworthy of good things in your life, uh, if you pedestal money and those who have it, rich people, you just kind of put them on a pedestal and sort of see them as better. If you feel that you cannot have abundance, if you regulate your self-worth with how much money you have, if you don't believe in your abilities to make money, and finally, a sense of learned helplessness regarding how to make money. So now how to heal a financial wound. You have a financial wound, you're raised in a home where you absorb these toxic messages and as a result, you're finding yourself just repelling good things that come or just not going after your full potential and just not really being able to tap into your full ability to uh, attract abundance. What do you do? So first of all, it's important to identify that there is a relationship that you have with money. 
Money is just a tool. Now, if you have a faulty relationship with money, we have to heal that relationship with money, the pattern we have, the way we see it, the way we think about it, the way we uh, pursue it. So we have to identify that relationship that we have and we have to heal that. We have to correct it and cr create a healthier relationship with money. Uh, we have to identify triggers or wounds, intense reactions or low vibrational emotions such as shame and guilt. We have to track that down and heal that. We have to correct faulty and a fear-based mindset or story or narrative uh, regarding the value of money and how it's made and how to spend it. Uh, it's important to identify if you have childhood wounds because if you have childhood wounds, you most usually have a faulty relationship with your needs. You most usually have, a, as, as a result of that, have a faulty relationship with uh, abundance and money. Uh, it's important to dismantle limiting and false core beliefs regarding money. Uh, it's important to align with your authentic self, become whole, and align your vision, your life goals with that, and never run after money, but allow money to join you on your journey and attract something that I absolutely believe will happen as you put yourself first and you focus on your goals, on your dreams, and growth. And lastly, so important to shift out of the low conscious fear-based and lack vibration and mindset and adopt a healthy and growth-minded belief system and relationship pattern with money. When you do that, you will allow yourself to attract money as opposed to be living in this state of fear, living in this state of victim consciousness, which in essence just repels money and does not allow you to, to reach your full abilities to attract and create abundance in your life. So I want to finish off with some thoughts some opinions, some insights that I have learned through my struggle with healing my own financial wounds on how to attract money, how to attract abundance. So like I mentioned earlier, money is a tool. It's not something that we chase. It's just a tool. And if we chase it, essentially what we're doing is we're taking ourselves out of alignment with our authentic self. You know, nothing is worse than trying to attract money when you're out of alignment with your truths, because in essence, you know, based on that, what you're doing is you're compromising yourself. And, and as a result, you're not being present within your life and therefore the money won't come because you're not even necessarily there to attract it. So it's so important to get back to who you are, to really find your authentic self. You know, based on that, when you find yourself and you become your authentic self, you become whole and complete, then money will vibrate with you because you'll be, you'll be aligned with your authentic self, which is really one of the most high vibrational things you can do. It's the vibration of love. It's the vibration of abundance. And as a result, money will be attracted to you based on you being in alignment with your authentic self. It's so important to identify with the vision and the goals that you have for your life. Because once you do that, you know, obviously first you identify who you are, you become authentic, you, you become whole, and then you identify the goals and the vision based on that sense of self. And once you're in that place, then money will sort of find you. It'll just become attracted to you almost miraculously. Uh, it's so important to let go of those negative and false limiting money beliefs and heal wounds of lack and fear. You gotta shift into the abundance mindset and really trust, you gotta be vulnerable and trust the universe uh, that it'll bring you the money and the resources at the exact divine timing necessary so that you can reach your highest growth. It's not just about you. You don't have to create money. You have to become authentic and trust that the universe, you know, the second we have these negative false core beliefs, essentially what we're doing is, oh, I don't trust the universe because I believe, I know. You know, a lot of times when we let go of how and we just know that it'll come some way, you know, as long as I'm living in my truths, in my alignment with my authentic self, then ultimately that empowers the universe to uh, bring you what is meant for you so that you can grow to your highest potential. You know, the goal of money is so you can use it to buy something. You know, money is never a, uh, an end. It's a means, it's a tool, like I mentioned. So if we're trying to make money, you know, to defend our ego or, or to soothe our wounds or to, to, to make up for unmet childhood needs, to get attention from people or to get validation from people when we have that money, you know, we're using money for the wrong purpose and, and ultimately we're coming from a place of lack. Uh, this will only create resistance and it won't allow you to align with your authentic self, your vision, and therefore abundance. I find that we are all have a right to abundance. We all have 
abundance that is meant for us if we are just to be our authentic self and trust that the money will come. You know, so many of us nowadays, and I've been guilty of this in the past, are chasing money. And as a result, uh, we push it farther because we say that, oh, it doesn't exist or it doesn't exist in abundance. And therefore, I have to sacrifice myself or, or go out of alignment with my authentic self. And that just confirms the belief that there's not enough. So really, we got to get back to the belief, dismantle that belief system and align with our authentic self, healthy beliefs about money. And ultimately, that is how we attract it. And finally, if, if you ask me, money is about freedom. It's the freedom to be yourself, to support yourself, and to live life on your terms, to, to support your dreams. You know, ironically, only once you start to be yourself and express your authentic self and pursue your dreams and your goals and your higher self and your growth, does money show up. So sometimes we got to let go of the how, and we just got to focus on ourselves, on our self-care, our self-love, our growth journey. And it can be lonely. And ultimately, there are times when there may not be money, and it'll test your faith on whether the abundance is going to show up. And this is really where we want to do what we can to let go of those limiting core beliefs, step into our authentic self and attract money as opposed to get out of alignment and ultimately push it farther and farther away. So if you were financially abused, if you were in a relationship with a narcissistic abuser who used your wounds against you and, and exploited your financial wounds, if you were raised in a toxic home like myself where you probably have a fear of not enough and ultimately you're just constantly maybe hoarding money or just chasing money, you know, this is a this is a financial wound and, and ultimately it creates more and more lack. So in order to get out of that, that hamster wheel of chasing money and trying to get it, but ultimately as hard as you pursue it, it just keeps running away, uh, please allow me to help you heal that financial wound because that is really the way to attract abundance. We, we sacrifice our integrity, our integrity, our dignity. And as a result, uh, we don't attract money. And the money that we get is really money that doesn't make us feel proud and confident and happy with ourselves because we had to sacrifice ourselves uh, to get it. So this is a huge wound, something that I have been struggling with for a very long time. And I, I've had many breakthroughs with it, but ultimately it's still a struggle for me. So it'd be an honor to uh, work with you and, and help you along your journey to healing your financial wounds. If you'd like to work with me, I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so definitely reach out to me and discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.